Hello everybody, it's been a while and we want to welcome you to the 16th edition of the School Improvement Services podcast. My name is Gretchen Bruner, I'm the Executive Director of School Improvement Services and with me is Sean Aker, our Student Success Act Coordinator. Easy for me to say. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Sean, do you want to share some um, updates with us? Of course. Yeah, we've got uh, several events coming on. Um, I'll just run through. I'll just go through the list. As always, in the court notes, we've got the full list of professional development uh, from our department uh, that's listed in there. But on 1130, on November 30th, we've got our first ninth grade on track community of practice. We are really looking forward to that. The Center for High School Success is going to be partnering with us this year. They're going to be doing a lot of the uh, initial content delivery, taking us through their framework, uh, the evidence-based framework that has been so successful uh, across the state based on the University of Chicago framework for mm -hmm. uh, their uh, success work uh, with ninth grade over there. Um, we have nine teams from the region that are signed up so That's far. Awesome. So yeah, we're really looking forward to that. And this is no cost to our districts. And we really do want high school success teams. So. Uh, it aligns with the student investment account uh, portion of the funding mm -hmm. and, of course, high school success. Perfect. So, um, then jumping all the way ahead into January, there just isn't a lot going on, you know, in December. Right? Well, there there is a lot well, going there is on a in lot December. Going on. Yeah. <laughs> just, not, we're right. just trying not to uh, um, attack <laughs> districts with it, with all the other things that they have going on in the, the two weeks of December yes. that they get. Yes. Yeah. Now, and as I am kind of looking at this and, and sharing this with everyone, I think one of the things that we're always trying to be mindful of is that we, we are um, offering this to a limited pool of people, mm -hmm. and people don't have a lot of capacity. And so it's really important that you connect with your building or your district leadership and identify what is going to be the most valuable, what aligns with your goals mm -hmm. when choosing some of these workshops. Because what, what we have coming up in January and February there's some full day stuff and people are going to have to make some choices because we know that folks are really, it's really hard to get out of buildings right now. Mm -hmm. So uh, January 24th and 25th, uh, we have a two day collaborative problem solving. It's tier two and folks needed to have completed tier one training to attend. If you have any questions, you can reach out to me or to Holly Dalton. On uh, the end of January, uh, January, 30, January 30th, January 31st, and February 1st, the Science Curriculum Adoption Fair. You can come and connect with, them, with vendors on any of those three days. And the middle day, the 31st, we're actually going to be open from 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. So worth noting. And you can register for, for those days. Um, and uh, if you have any questions, you reach out to Jerry uh, Zhang on that one. Perfect. And we'll put his uh, email in the chat. Moving into February, on February 9th, we've got our next uh, our next opportunity for the Oregon Cell Standards Framework. We had great participation at the last one, and the feedback was outstanding. Folks indicated that this was the it was the best SEL training they had ever been to. And it was great. I Good. attended part of the first. It was awesome. We had several of our folks be there uh, supporting that. Angela Hilo, she's new to our team. She was kind of leading that particular workshop, and she'll be leading this one as well. She does a fantastic yeah, job. Yeah, in association with other members of our team, of course, but uh, a lot of great feedback. So on February 13th, save the date for this one. It is the School Safety Summit. It will be a full-day event. Awesome feedback last from last year. We're really looking at including 
the strategic partners that our districts want us to include around mental health and behavior, mm -hmm. around school safety, and really helping to bring all those things together, targeting some of those needs. Uh, I hate to be, say, you know, metric-based, but when we talk about chronic absenteeism, mm -hmm. we know that some of the root causes might have to do with mental health, might have to do with social needs and social determinants. And so uh, there will be some conversation about that. And so save the date. As soon as we have the registration link, we'll probably send in a separate uh, email out about that one. And then on the 15th, February 15th, is our next Envoy. We already have a lot of folks registered for that one. So that's classroom management, uh, nonverbal classroom management training. Uh, that's been highly effective for a lot of our uh, newer teachers or teachers who need a little additional support with classroom management skills. And then the last one that I'll mention, Gretchen, is we don't have a date for this one yet. We're thinking um, uh, later in February for this, but we are partnering with Attendance Works and we just fully executed that contract. Similar to the Center for High School Success, Attendance Works folks are gonna be coming in and doing that content delivery. Mm -hmm. Our team will come alongside and co-learn, and then the partnership with Attendance Works after these communities of practice, our team will, in, in a sense, kind of receive some marching orders from Attendance Works, and then we will go out and follow up with the teams. Based on the needs of the various teams in the districts, looking at the data, the priorities, districts or teams available to commit, availability to commit, uh, we might look at some expert coaching with attendance works alongside of us. Great. So it'll be a great opportunity, and we'll get, as soon as we have a date. <laughs> Excuse me. Bless you. As soon as we have a date on that one, Remy will cut that. As soon as we have a date on that one, we'll get that out. Uh, those are the priority uh, things to know about. Again, going back to the the full list of the professional development in that newsletter, mm -hmm. we are doing our best to try to get everything out there with the intention that come springtime, you're going to see stuff for the fall and into the winter. So great. Yeah. What about you? What, what's up with ODE? So many, so many things. Uh, since it's been a while, um, we um, have some... Hmm. Give me just a second. There we go. Okay, so um, Early Literacy Success Grant application um, is out. There is quite a bit of information included um, on your due dates and the, the, the process. So right now we're October to November developing plans. We've had um, a session, there's another session happening today to support our districts. Um, reach out if there's any additional support that you may need um, to um, Holly Dalton or Amber Gardner. Jenny Pond And as well. Jenny Pond as well. Um, as far as the assessment and accountability update, there were many repeats in that um, communication that came out through ODE. Just remember you need to have your district testing coordinator training and your site coordinator trainings done. Um, there's a draft of the Oregon's Computer Science Education Statewide Implementation Plan that has come out with a survey and ODE is asking for us uh, for our feedback in that survey. So please take some time to review that uh, for your districts and provide feedback. Uh, the Office of Indian Education is going to have some special office hours coming up for Native American Heritage Month. On November 14th from 4 to 5.15, they're having a Celebrating Tribal Sovereignty and Identity session, which um, looks to be amazing. There's a link so you can register. Um, and they've also put out a new tribal consultation toolkit to kind of help through um, 
some of those interactions and that work together. Um, one of the things that um, I wanted to share is that we had our tribal history shared history training this last week and they talked about they talked about celebrating tribal um, sovereignty and we had a former member of the tribal council there to share some um, information and it was very powerful and so those will um, there'll be more of that um, coming up as well can i share a couple of quotes from that event that that event was just it's so good and they've been so good they've been throughout i mean teachers are really picking up uh, just a lot and two think there were two quotes, two educators. Uh, one said, "As an educator, it's embarrassing that I don't know this," mm-hmm. which really speaks to like, oh man, like we, well, we just we didn't know, we didn't learn it growing yeah. up. In most cases, we just didn't learn about it. And I think know? the message was, it's not embarrassing. Don't be embarrassed. You don't by have that. to be embarrassed. Move on from here. Move on. Mm-hmm. The other quote, which was kind of you know just right after that one was. A teacher asked, was this intentionally left out when we were kids? Mm. And, uh, you know, some Maybe. Peop- pe- people yeah. are going to say yes. You know, it yeah. was left out. You know, I mean, this stuff actually happened. And what we're learning about right now and, mm-hmm. and what teachers are picking up, what our tribal members can share with us about Oregon's history, mm-hmm. First Nations here in Oregon. Mm-hmm. It, it's just, it's amazing. It's sad. It's exciting. And it's really nice to see the pivot. Yeah. Um, Tiffany Keppinger and Jerry Jong made a have done a fabulous job with that work. So um, excited to have more of that to come. Absolutely, yeah. Thanks. Um, ESA ESEA Title One A annual comparability calculations are due on December first. Uh, the email includes templates and resources, and that's linked in here. You must submit an executed comparability report superintendent signature page. That's included in there as well. Just a quick plug, mm-hmm. AccuPlacer is super cheap, and if you are hiring new paraprofessionals, mm-hmm. you can come to the Willamette ESD, and you can those paraprofessionals can be trained. Um, mm-hmm. $3 a test, $30 assessment, uh, site fee. Uh, we also have two remote sites, Chemeketa in Yamhill and Chemeketa at the main campus here in Salem. Or districts can have a local proctor so a person can uh, complete the AccuPlacer training to be a local proctor examiner Um, perfect yeah so perfect a lot of access there for and that's that would go right in with that title 1a exactly um the mckinney vento wraparound service office hours were updated quite a bit of information in there um something to check out um early literacy success school district grant application there's just another reminder in there that the submission window opens uh, December 1st through January 8th. And you can backdate your expenses to October 1st. Um, they have a new up to kind of updated web page, and I've linked that in here to help out. There are new K-12 health education standards, and they are out. Uh, we will, um, OD is doing quite a bit of work, and there's a ton of information within their email. Uh, as an ESD, of course, we'll be providing support Unpacking those standards and the curriculum adoption um, and some of that work going forward. Um, aligning for student success. There's a couple of things coming up. Your final Perkins EGAMS claims for 22-23 are November 15th. And your Perkins annual fiscal report is due at that same time. So don't forget those things. And um, Quarter two reports aren't due till January 31st, correct? Correct. Okay, so you got a little bit of time there. Uh, for your SIA financial audit. Um, 
There's a repeat on information on your early indicator and intervention systems training. There's no cost to districts. There's a training flyer there through ODE. Um, at a glance, school and district profiles were released, and so there is a link in here for that as well. A repeat on AP and IB information. Um, there's also some technical changes to identifying um, CSI and TSI schools and updates to federal school improvement funds. I'm not going to try and unpack all of that in this <laughs> right now. Um, I just wanted to make sure that you can see those technical changes and all of those pieces and that you um, and bring that email to your um, attention. Mm -hmm. um, we're, we've already talked about science instructional materials adoption and the, the list is attached here. Yeah. Yeah. Anything I missed? No, I was going to go back for a second just to the CSI TSI. Mm -hmm. I think it might be important for some of our folks that are listening who who are uh, maybe uh, responsible for the CSI TSI mm -hmm. work and executing that in their districts. Uh, might be helpful to know that the statewide the education service district district um, integrated liaisons. So myself, uh, a couple of the folks on our team. Um, we've been working with the state, learning about the CSI TSI schools. Um, how districts are getting um, maybe um, listed as one of those schools. And, you know, when you look at the reasons why, we can see from some of the work that we're, that we're doing, the ongoing work, if I was going to be real specific, the SWELL ELD, right, mm -hmm. or Emerging Bilinguals, some of our districts have schools that were identified mm -hmm. for that reason. And, and we have services. So within our region, we offer a lot of services or supports that districts may or may not be mm -hmm. uh, uh, accessing. And we want to make sure that uh, we're targeting the schools to help them identify whether or not they need, they could or should maybe engage mm -hmm. to support their process in the CSI TSI work. Perfect. Thank you. Yeah. Very helpful. Yeah. Um, again, science adoption instruction materials list is attached. Uh, your ESEA Title I-D October caseload is open now through December 1st. Make sure to get those in. And there's also a language arts educator update at, with some really um, awesome resources. Grades 11 and 12 crosswalk for um, English language arts and literacy standards, AP and IB. So really great resource for your juniors and seniors. And then also a new learning standards page for K-5. So as we're going through all of this literacy work, all of this um, language arts specific type work, um, making sure that you have those resources and you utilize them. So ODE's putting those together for you. Um, yeah. And that's what I have from the list of emails that's gone through. Yeah. I, I just want to encourage uh, folks that are listening, if you've got questions, you know, if you maybe you've got some questions mm -hmm. for ODE or maybe you've got some questions that you want to speak with at uh, the regional Willamette School Improvement Leaders Group, mm -hmm. if I know that that's, you know, a couple of our listeners maybe, right? Uh, if you've got those questions, you want to elevate them, we can take those to ODE and then we can bring them in. We can, mm -hmm. we can kind of... Uh, have a little bit of pre-work done going into a meeting if we know the questions ahead yeah, of time. Prepare sure. the state to answer some of those questions and respond. Um, yeah. That can be really helpful. So you just let us know. Yeah. And if you bring those to us, we can not just prepare the state, but find the right person to come ah, like, absolutely. speak at a meeting absolutely. or to join us in a podcast, do something of that nature to <laughs> yeah. help um, just elevate your concerns and find the information for you. We know uh, you have a lot going on in a day in a in a school building and in a district, and we're here to support you. That's why we're a service district. We're here to to serve you and help. So yeah. Well, thank you.
for yeah, joining me again today. Yeah, this has been great. It. And thank you all for tuning in. We hope you have a um, an excellent couple of weeks before a little bit of a break. Um, and know that, again, that we're here for you. Take care. Yeah, thanks.